Hey there, welcome to the Just Building Go podcast where we help women and a few cool dudes face their fears, set goals, make game plans, and generally take their current circumstances by the balls so they can live a life they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. So today I have with me the lovely Sierra Grana, who actually we already did this once and I don't know what happened to the recording, so she was lovely enough to do it again with me. So Sierra, can you share with us what you do? Yes, I can. Thank you for having me again. I love chatting, so that's cool. <laughs> I am a soul, soul gratifying coach and medium. I work with leaders, pioneers, and generational curse breakers through transformational coaching. Um, I would say, because I work with spirit, that's why we lost the first video, because clearly I wasn't good enough back then, but they're giving me <laughs> a Maybe it was two. me. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. They just they were like, we got to bring them back together again. Well, I love that. So, you know, I know personally because I have done uh, one of your courses that it is a life-altering experience. So how exactly did you come to do this work? Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, I started really understanding that I could connect to spirit around three years old. Um. I thought it was completely normal. I thought everybody talked to spirit. Like we all have imaginary friends and almost every person in my family on my mom's side, I know of, um, are connected in some way. We've had good dreams, whatever. We just, we've always had this gift. So it's completely normal to me to get visited in the middle of the night into my dreams from loved ones. Um, and the more, like the older I got, it kind of dimmed up. It was just while I would sleep. Um, and then after I had my kids, I started getting more in tune with my gifts and the past, I'd say six months is where I really started to, um, become who I am today and really started to work on my mediumship abilities, uh, really understanding and the right people came into my life. And I really started to understand that this is a gift. I thought it was a curse for a long time. Um, like talking to dead people, it doesn't always sound fun, but it's not just dead people. I speak to energy. I speak to spirit. Um, so it's not just your loved ones that come to me. I get your spirit guides as well. And I started just kind of tapping into my own spirit guides and to my own self and saying, what do I want to put out there? And all these programs started coming to me. All the right people started coming to me. They started taking classes that I was offering. Um, and the more that I, the more I use these gifts, the stronger they're getting. So it's been quite a ride, hard to understand when you're a logical person uh, like myself and when you're a 100% control freak. So with the spirit world, you have to just trust and surrender. And that's been like one of my hardest things to do. That's super interesting because I just did a post about how much I'm struggling to trust and surrender at the moment. So very interesting correlation this morning. <laughs> I know, you know, um, it was just before, when was it? October, I think, that you, um, we had did a little call and you told me I needed to slow down. 
And that was the message that you had for me. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah I will. And then I got COVID and was forced to slow down. And <laughs> it, it really like, I, and, and I told you about that and you were like, well, if you don't listen, they're going to make you listen. And you were right. <laughs> but yeah. it was, it sucked being so sick for so long, but it also allowed me to legitimately slow down and reassess where I was at and what exactly I wanted to move forward on and what exactly I wanted to let go of. And if I hadn't done that slowdown, I definitely would not be here. So I appreciate yeah. that message that you had for me. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I said it 90% from my own experience, right? Because that's that you were me where you were at was me almost three years ago. I was in that fast pace doing everything. I can do everything. Like it's just, it's always been that way. Um, I'm a gener generator. I can literally just continue going, but there's moments where that overwhelm can physically take a toll on you. And that's what happened to me. I couldn't walk for four days um, a few years ago. And I just laid in bed and was like, what am I going to do for someone who's been go, go, go my whole life. I was at the mercy of God and my bed and just sitting there and saying, I can't lift my kids up. I can't even walk to the bathroom. <laughs> like I couldn't do anything. And it was in that moment of slowing down that I was able to adjust and pivot and move into who I'm supposed to be because that in that moment in that bed is when I decided to go into creating a business. It's interesting how things like that have to happen. Like, you know, my business started because of debt and because I had no choice, because I had to figure that out. And it's almost not almost like it is like that God kind of puts you in uncomfortable positions to push you in the direction that he's been trying to get you to go all along and you keep saying no. And that's again, what my post was about that I did this morning, which by the time people, you know, listen to this, it was weeks ago, but what, what I just figured out last night and well, I have figured it out, but I'm still mad at him over it is, you know, I've got this, five or six years ago, he gives me this mission and I say, no, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that for years. Like, I'm like, uh, uh nope, not doing that. And I'm finally to the point that I'm ready to do it. And I'm finally to the point that I, I understand how to do it and where it's supposed to happen and exactly what I'm supposed to do. Like, it's so clear to me, like crystal clear, but I'm I, like the place that I want to do it. I haven't been able to get it yet. I haven't got the money together yet just all of these things. And I found out a couple of days ago that um, somebody else is looking at the building and talking to their bank about buying the building. And I'm like, what the frick? Like you put the squeeze on me, you make me move when I'm not, I don't feel ready to move, but like, why now? Like why December when it's like the slowest month of my business for the last 14 years? Like that's always the slowest month. Like, why would you do this to me right now? And then I realized, you know, well, it could have happened a few weeks or a few months ago if I hadn't been trying to control the whole situation and saying, I'm not getting a loan. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not doing it that way. I want to do it my way. And so, yeah. It's because it's, it's honestly, you want the real answer because I yeah, can give it to you. Of course. <laughs> I think we first met, like when I first started following you was a post about, um, creating that co-working space yeah that's exactly and what I, i'm talking right. about yeah. yeah and i wrote i have a similar vision okay and i went through exactly what you're going through right now where i was like i'm not getting a loan because i knew the loan was not the way 
that I was going to get this property. You're not going to get the building, <laughs> like not to bust your bubble because it's a bigger mission than you think. And we're being called to create a global impact. And we think it's a physical location. I have, I got the same idea five years ago. This is what started me on this journey. Um, it's outside of ourselves and we need to, I mean, you and I could chat about it after because I'm not supposed to be talking much about it, but <laughs> all the people that are a part of it have been coming together. Um, all the people that you were, the, you were supposed to be on one in one class and then got delayed and had to come to the next class. But I knew you were going to be in the next class, no matter what, even though you switched twice or whatever it was, you weren't meant to be on the other class because I talked about it with the two other people that were on that class. And it's so funny because now that it's like, all, you know, you just got to follow the breadcrumbs. You have to trust and surrender, like fully trust and surrender. And when we try to control, everything falls to shit. And you're in this space of you think you know what it's supposed to look like, but you're, you're almost there. It's not complete. Um, you're missing pieces. And other people are filling in those pieces because it's not, you're not supposed to do this on your own. This is a, a really big uh, global mission to unschool and dismantle systems that are no longer serving us. And I say that as in entrepreneurship, in home life, in school, the schools, it's like the way corporations are, are built, like we're building a bigger thing. Um, and it's so funny that, cause I said to my husband today, I was like, yeah, I know why we, she lost the podcast from before I go because it wasn't correct for us to get that out there yeah. um, and for us to have this conversation today and this conversation is going to go out to the world and when it's um, channeled messages it's because it's for a purpose and me channeling to you right now because that's how I just decided to do podcasts from now on it's there's a, a bigger thing coming and having faith and trusting that it's going to all come together slow down to speed up is for a reason. I said that to you for a reason. Did I know back then what it really meant? No. Now I do and I see it coming. Um, and it's, it's this beautiful new way of life that we're going to be creating for people. We're going to be creating entrepreneurship. We're going to be dismantling um, society as we know it today. There, there'll be no middle, upper, lower class. Like everybody's going to be able to do what they want to do to bring their gifts to the world. Um, you know, without the the need to take out loans, without the need to uh, go into debt. To you know, like think of the. I started this business because of debt too. Like we like think about that. Like it's crazy. I I would rather go into business to clear my debt than to, you know, take out another loan. That says something. I know you're right. I know that my mission is bigger than just this building. Um, but I, I feel like starting here where I am, that's, that's kind of why the building, I mean, I've always wanted the building and maybe I'll get it in another way, but, and maybe I'm not supposed to do that thing, but I do feel very strongly that I'm supposed to start here locally because there are so many women who it's such a rural area and they are all conditioned to believe that, you know, I grow up, I get married, I have a bunch of kids, I raise the kids and then 
then I'll have time for me. And I just really want to, like you said, dismantle that whole idea. No, do not wait. What are you going to be when you're, you know, I mean, not to disparage women who have lots of kids because that is a beautiful, wonderful thing. It was not for me, but I do have a friend who just had her ninth baby. Yeah. And um, I know her and I know she's not yeah. like this, but she, you know, there's plenty of other women around here who have that many kids. And by the time their kids are all gone, they're going to be in their 60s. And then you're going to be looking at your life when your kids are gone. And you're going to be like, what? what now? Like, what, what do I do now? That's why you have to be, you know, pursuing these passions while your kids are there, letting them see you do it, going out and doing these things to teach them how to do it for themselves. And I just, there's just such a disconnect here with yeah, that. that and people like, just don't and see I, it. And I, and it's so funny because I, I hear everything you're saying and I feel it because I was the same way. I was like, no, it's like right in front of me. Like I'm seeing it right in front of me. Um, the last place that you shift is your home. Mm. Okay. Um, those closest to you are the last to shift. You are a leader and a pioneer and you are a generational curse breaker. Like it, it, you're by you leading and going global and going outside of your home, they will automatically start to generate off of you. Yeah. Right. So if you're doing, if you're being called to a larger stage, you're being, you know, we all are, there's, I have a team of women predominantly. I have a few males that are joining of on this mission of they're all just like us. Like we wanted to fix our home base so bad, but we're needed to go elsewhere. We're needed to be grander because that ripple effect is going to take place. Um, it's not that you can't serve them, the ones at home. They're not ready. They're not ready for that change, and that just causes frustration for you. This is why things aren't falling into place easily, because it's not an alignment to you. If you get out of the box that you put yourself in, and you say, there, if there's 10 people in my hometown that are like this, there's got to be 10 million people outside of my hometown that are like this. <laughs> right? That you can make the changes. Go to where you can make the changes first and then come back to home. Like we have this thing of like, we have to do it in our rate. You know, if you can't serve those closest to you, then you're not good at what you do, but we have it asked backwards. Those closest to us are our hardest task. They're the hardest one to change. You're absolutely right. And it makes me think of whatever that proverb was about, you know, profit is never accepted by the people who in his hometown, I think is what it was like, you know, they, the people that knew you and have known you for a long time are not the people who are going to listen to you. So you're right. You are right on that. I will admit that. Um, but I do have, you know, I have been doing this for 14 well, it's, years, you know, and it's, it's a hard pill, pill to swallow too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, in the 14 years that I've been doing this, the first few years, everybody thought I was crazy. They're like, what are you doing? Like, how can you, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't make money like that. And I'm like, yeah, I can. What are you talking about? And every year I find more and more women here locally who are, you know, more open-minded to change and growing and stuff like yeah. that. But I also find that most of them didn't grow up here in Northwest Ohio. <laughs> so mm -hmm. like, it's the ones who have come here with yeah. their husbands are the ones that are most open to change. So yeah. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's, it's like, I moved out of my state because I could like, ever, I was the same way. Everyone told me I was crazy. 
They're like, what are you doing moving away from your family and friends, everything you knew? And I was like, I, I needed a change. I needed to, you know, learn and find myself and see that I can survive. And now everyone's like, I want to move. Oh, they see how happy we are. Like, they're like, I, I want to move somewhere. I don't know. Like, it's, that's what leaders do. That's what, you know, we're being called to be messengers and leaders of, of truth and, and worship and wisdom. And it's one of those things where, you know, you can, you can fight to go against what you're supposed to do. Like you're, you're fighting it. <laughs> I did it. And when you're saying like, you're, you're, you're saying you trust and surrender, like I didn't read your post yet, but I bet if oh. I read it, you're not all in on that. No, no, I'm not. That's part of what it was is that I, I need to trust and surrender and I'm really struggling with it. Like I'm really, 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 and yeah. I keep saying that I'm trusting God, but I am not trusting God. No. I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't we there yet? And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's lip service. I'm just saying what I know I need to say. And then yeah. inside I'm like screaming at him. You know, and it's funny because I, when I think back to where I was in October, I was right where you are right now. And I was just like, and that was right when I started doing the soul activation class. And I was like, this is like not correct for me. Da, da, da. Like I was like, this isn't who I am. This is not what I'm doing. This is not correct for me. Like, and I was like, I'm supposed to be doing this. And then all of a sudden, like a few, like a month goes by and I was like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. This is who I am. This is like, I will trust you. Even when it feels wrong to my human, my soul knows it's right. I'm going to keep putting my faith in God and the message and the vision. Like I have tried to get uh, the, the other business up and running for a long time. I'm not even going to, I could say it, a bridge that matters. Like I've been trying to get that up and running for three years and it never worked. It never took off. And I had to take myself outside of it. So I separated myself in June and I still in the back of my head was trying to push it, trying to push it, trying to push it. And nothing like I was getting, trying to get the commercial space, trying to get that up and running, get all the pieces together and nothing would fall into place. I had to make myself whole first. And then when I did that for myself, I shit you not like the other day in the shower was like, everything came together for a bridge that matters. And I was like, holy crap. Like it makes sense. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's when you can separate yourself from the bigger mission, like you have your own journey, your own soul path that you will be doing all that stuff. But then there's a part of it that's for this bigger mission. Like we're being called to create this beautiful community and new lifestyle. Um, and we're generating the income for that. We're generating, you know, it's, it's basically in a nutshell, angel investments it's we're going to be able to help these women in your hometown start their own business because they don't have all the pieces to start they can't just jump in and put 10k down and and you know start their own business and start working on their dreams because there's no way out for them right now right so until we create this way out this new way of educating scaled you know a scaling fee whatever however we want to do it where we're serving underprivileged and underserved uh, communities to create their own dreams, right? There's right. going to be no need for this, these corporations, um, you know, like retail jobs and stuff like that. Like let the robots take over. <laughs> That's not needed. That's not helping anybody. It's not serving anybody. Right. Makes sense. 
that made, it does make sense. And you know, when when the I, when I first had this idea for this project, it was just as COVID was starting. And I was like, well, that sucks. Like, how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> and who knows when this is going to end and what am I going to do? And that's kind of what led me to create um, the course and like coaching hybrid program that I created because then I could help women anywhere yeah. without, yep. you know, the physical space. So you're right. I feel like I definitely need to work on I, my, I'm telling you, my, I was, more. in March, I got all the money to go and start getting the commercial, like looking into the commercial plates and then everything shut down. And I was like, well, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I, like what I tell you, like identical, I, and it was when I think right when I saw that you were getting that going, you were starting that. I was like, oh my God. And I said, I remember saying it to my husband. I was like, she's doing what I want to do. And I was like, is this a competition? <laughs> I was like, but she's in the Midwest. So, you know, like those, are, I remember the thoughts. And then I was like, no, it's not a competition. She's so far away. Right, um, exactly. And there's plenty know, of room and, for everybody, even if we yeah. were in the same, in the same space, because right. we approach things differently. And yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, everybody's a collaborator. We're all a part of this. Like, we're all going to have our own bits and pieces to it. You, you'll have a co like, you'll have that vision come true. It's just going to be in a little different avenue. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's outside of ourselves. It, yeah. We don't have ownership on it, you know, and, and we came together for a reason. And so have all the other people that are joining this mission too. Like we're, we're all a part of it and God calls those who are able to handle it. Right. All right. Yeah. We were definitely supposed to talk today. <laughs> I know, I know. Trust and surrender has been like my theme for the week with all my clients. And like, I tell you, like legit every client that I worked with this week, it's been trust and surrender. Ugh, those are my two And you're worst not a client, concepts. but you know, we're <laughs> they're talking. Yeah, the work, it's the work. It's the hardest thing to do because we are all control freaks. <laughs> and, you know, we, cause we're, when we're divinely guided, um, we just automatically know we're never really wrong, right? Like our whole right. life, like our instincts are always correct. So then yeah. when something doesn't work, we're like, why is this not working? I, I have the vision. I've seen it. I've been told like, this is supposed to happen for me, but we're not told we're, we try to skip the steps and we're not told that the trusting and surrendering that everything will happen at the right time, you know, is the slow down to speed up. You got to sit back. You got to wait until the right time. Yeah, that's, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I, I never said it was easy. <laughs> it's, I'm like, literally, I don't think I fully trusted and surrendered until like two weeks ago. <laughs> so well, it's, it's coming good, for it's you. It's good for me to know that it took you a while too. That helps. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd say if I were to like really give it a timeline, I'd say five years. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> of, of like no like the past five years like since yeah I know to now and yeah. like you're there like it was five years ago like we're right on the same timeline um it's kind of bizarre yeah there's always one that has to go a little ahead to tell you that it's okay and you're gonna be there because I've had my my people guide me through it too interesting so when you know when it was time to actually start your business how obviously you were scared. Obviously you didn't know how it was going to go. You know, that's one of the things that I think my listeners struggle with the most is the fear of how could I know this is the right path? 
what's your best, you know, without hiring a medium, what's the best way they can do that? But I mean, hiring a medium is a really good idea too. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, I think for me, the biggest thing that I, like the number one thing I did was I trusted myself. I, I saw the vision or I had the vision, I created the vision. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to, I'm going to gamble on myself. Um, I sat with my husband and I said, I need two years to do this. Little did I know it would not be the correct two years, but I was like, I need two years <laughs> for you to trust me that, you know, I can, we can go down to one income, whatever your situation is, right? That I was like, I need two years to really just work on a business. And little did I know I was working on myself more than the actual business itself, but I trusted. And it's so funny that it comes full circle now because now I'm in surrender. And it's like, that's been like my whole theme is like started with trust and it's ending with surrender as like crazy as it is. I had to slow down, work on me, center myself, be present. So I didn't miss the steps because when you miss the steps, when you miss the, the flags, like that's where the frustration kicks in. That's where the longevity in the, the timeline happens. Yeah. Yeah. It, since, you know, healing from COVID and having less work because I wasn't pursuing work and whatnot, I have taken this time to like, you know, just declare my house and redo my vision board and rethink the way I'm doing everything. Um, and it's been really valuable time. It sucks because I'm in limbo and I hate being in limbo, but yeah. it's really important to just figure those things out when you have the chance yeah. to do it before you're forced to do it. <laughs> you know, and it's funny that you said like December is always your slow month. And it's like, it's because you're supposed to, to get rid of what no longer serves you moving into the new year, uh, calendar new year, I should say. Um, but like February, March is like technically the new year. And um, that's where we have our more successful months. So it does make sense. Um, December, just take this time to kind of purge, to shed, to hibernate, to heal, to get yourself together. Because there is a lot coming on the other side, right? When we go through these darker times, there's always light. It's, right. You don't go any darker, right? You're at the rock bottom you're going to come out and you're going to rise from the ashes. Like, I mean, we could get as biblical as we want to get with it. Right. Um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and you just have to start walking towards it. That's very, very good point. Just walking towards it. And that's what I tell everybody that I work with is, you know, you just have to keep moving forward, but I don't always follow it for myself. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, we can, we can, yeah, we can. <laughs> We can give advice. We can't always take it for ourselves. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Where can I send people to work with you, et cetera? Yeah. Yep. You can go to my website, sierragrana.com. You can find me on Instagram, Sierra Coaching. And I'm also on Facebook, Sierra Coaching there. If you just type, type in my name, there's not a lot of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's five Amanda Krills in the world that I'm aware of. And um, oh, there's only one you. <laughs> there's only one me though, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Just Boldly Go podcast. You can check out uh, all we've got going on over at justboldlygo.com. 
And uh, you can check out my book, Mom Versus Debt, How I Paid Off $64,000 in Credit Card Debt in Under Three Years Without Becoming a Stripper at momversusdebt.com.